Welcome back to your next stop. This is Juliet Hahn. In this episode, I speak with Jennifer Eden. She is the CEO and founder of Tampon Tribe. If you are a longtime listener, you might remember Jennifer from episode 79. She was in season one. And so we caught up with what Tampon Tribe is doing. Oh, I love this story. Uh, it, it is, I love it as much as I loved it the first time I interview Jennifer and I am a longtime user of Tampon Tribe. And so it is, I want you guys to dive into this. Yes, they're tampons, they're subscription, but they also now are in hotels and boutiques and Amazon and there's all these places. But the thing that I love the most is down to even their glue is organic. So this is a product that is safe for your body. So men, women, whoever's listening to this, this is something that's good for the environment and good for our bodies. You don't want to have chemicals in your body as long as you do when you're using period, um, products. So this is a great, but the, the message and the mission of the company and catching up with Jennifer was awesome. So don't forget to go back and listen to 79. So then you can catch up here or listen to this and then go back to 79 because you'll get definitely a kick out of where they are now. You can find Tampon Tribe all over the socials, tampontribe.com and then also on all the socials. Uh, if you happen to f- see one of the products, they're all used in, in spas. Or, you know, there's so many chains, Ritz Carlton, uh, and I'm going to name a list, but Jennifer does that in the episode, but it's really fun. Take a picture and tag. Like what they're doing is awesome in this space. So don't forget to, again, go follow Tampon Tribe and follow the journey. Listen to episode 79 with Jennifer Eden or listen to this one first. Welcome back to your next stop. This is Juliette Hahn. You know, I say this every time. I'm so excited to bring you a guest that has followed a passion and turn it into a business. And we have Jennifer Eden, who is um, the founder and CEO of Tampon Tribe. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you, Juliette. It's such a pleasure to be back with you. Yeah. So we were just talking as you guys, my guest, I, my listeners always laugh because I always say like, I always get into a little chit chat before and then I'm like, Oh wait, I really need to be recording this because it was good. So we started chit chatting and then I was like, I need to record because Jennifer was in season one, episode 79. If you guys want to go back and kind of hear how tampon tribe started, but this is what I love. I love like go back and listen to that and then see where they are now. That's what's really, really cool. So you were in my first year that was 2019, um, which seems just like yesterday, but it really wasn't. Isn't that crazy? Right. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, hmm, we just talked about everything. I'm like, that's near, four, nearly five years ago. That's insane. That insane. It's wow. really insane because, and I've been following Tampon Tribe. So I use them. My daughter, I mean, I got, I have, have had so many friends that I'm like, no, you guys need to use this. So you guys have, and I'm going to have you kind of give the overview, but it, I mean, I get my tampons and pads and all of that stuff in the mail super, I mean, it's not expensive at all. Every time I'm always like, wait, I, I really feel like I be, should be spending way more. I've gotten like the period underwear there because I know you guys are using good stuff and there's all that stuff out and, you know, with this silver. And so I know it's like good, a, a great product. Um, and the thing that I loved and I, I still remember is you were saying even down to the glue, you guys like put your heart and soul into this. And it was really about the environment. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to have you jump in. But the other thing that I loved so much is that you guys did this. You had a really fun background. You're Australian and you guys had done, you and your partner really had 
been super successful in the business world. I haven't even listened back. This is all me remembering, but you guys owned businesses and you did some really amazing things. And then this was like a passion. And you were like, we really want to give back what you were in California. You really wanted to help also like the homeless girls. When you buy a pack, it goes back to the, you know, the, the environment and the girls that are out there. And you said it wasn't about making the money. It was about making an impact. And that like, I just, I love that. And it sat with me for so long. And that's one of the reasons why, I mean, the story was what made me go and subscribe to Tampon Tribe and then tell everyone about it. So what you guys are doing is just really amazing. Ah, oh, thanks, Juliet. And it's interesting to, you know, hear you reflect back on that because, you know, you can be like in any business so much in the weeds and in a daily basis, just putting out fires, finding solutions. I mean, that's what we do, right? As entrepreneurs and, um, you, the impact and having that true meaning behind the business uh, is really what keeps you going. You know, we spoke, I think, before COVID. So, you know, we had to get through all over all of the hurdles there and we just started going business to business and then all the businesses closed and, you know, how we kind of scrambled through and um, those stressful days and nights. And, and, you know, they still exist in different forms. But I think when you're building something, that does have a passion or an impact at its core, it makes navigating the more difficult times a little easier. I wouldn't say easy because I think that would just, you know, be unrealistic. But, you know, sometimes when you wake, you're like, oh, wow, this is, and everyone does it. No matter what you do, you have those mornings like, what am I doing? And you think, wait, actually, what we're doing is having an impact and that is actually better, a greater cause and not to be a martyr, but, you know, a greater cause to come on. No, yes. crush, you know? um, so it definitely helps. I mean, you still have to be a profitable business as well. There's that side or you, right, you right. don't have any long. You're not pissing money away. Exactly. You have right. to live yourself you know, as, we, we as well. Right. We run a very lean business and, and, you know, now I don't know where I was speaking to you last time. Maybe we're in the warehouse. I don't think so. We're in our warehouse now in Los Angeles and yeah, it's, it's, um, been a, a great, a great journey. Um, you know, since we, and I do believe you were, cause I do remember that, but now I'm going to go back and look. I do think you were, I, but I think it was like very early days. Like, I think you just, right kind of were in there because we were laughing at, I remember I had like internet problems and then I think you had a connection thing, which we did today too. We were like, okay, they always like to keep us on our tolls up there in that universe. Um, but it is, I mean, it really is a special story. And as I said, I didn't even look back because I remember your story so poignantly. I mean, just, it really touched me because I love what you're doing and I think it's so important. And, and the thing that I thought was really cool and I was before my daughter had her period. So I remember being like, Oh, I can't wait. Well, I mean, I can wait, but like, <laughs> I can't wait for this little part. Um, I, I, I totally can wait for her to have a period, but I was able to empower her into creating her own account and then going in and picking the supplies that she wanted. And I thought that was really cool. Um, because the other thing I think I said to you on, which, uh, I love that I don't do anymore is, you know, and I'm going to be 50 this year. So it was like every month I knew when I was getting my period, but I still was scrambling in old purses looking for tampons because I didn't buy the tampons. Now I know a lot of my friends were like, wait, you don't like get prepared for that. That's not my personality. I'm not like, let me buy the big box and have it under the sink. No, it's like, oh my God, I need it. I need to go run out and get it. So tampon tribe was so perfect for me. And I wanted to actually 
empower my daughter not to go through what I was doing and, you know, living in New York City and literally going through the bags being like, damn it, I don't have a tampon. Okay, I got to run to the store and not, you know, the listeners, I, they know me well, but like shoved some toilet paper in there so I can run to the store and not leak. <laughs> I wanted to be an adult and have her have that same kind of like, I have this, I can go in and change. And then when her cycle started changing, okay, I can move up and down and whatever I need. Do I, I don't want as many pads, you know, and you don't have to have pads. You can just have the tampons or you can just have the, um, you know, you can just have the pad. So it is really cool. And then you also have the sanitary cups. I mean, so much stuff that you guys did is really brilliant. It's like a one-stop shop for menstruation. Thank you. Yeah. We're really, um, happy with, you know, the products that we've added and we've actually just added reusable pads, which is a kind of a newer thing here in the US, but really big in Australia. Like you'll go to the supermarket there and they have reusable pads on the shelves, you know? So I'm like, well, we'll bring them here. We, and we're, we're going to do a big launch of that soon. We, we've been doing a lot in the B2B space right now you know, selling into a lot of uh, hotels and schools and co-work spaces and, you know, uh, more and more people are really recognizing the importance of toxin-free organic personal care that's also plastic-free, you know, and the sustainability part is um, something we believed in from the very beginning, you know, but it wasn't cool. It was what we believed in. <laughs> and now, of course, you know, every large organization or 90% of them in the world have got to go plastic free. So uh, great news for us because we're the only plastic free period product company in the US, totally plastic free. Um, and like you say, down to the glue, because that's important when it comes to composting um, and, uh, you know, waste reduction. Uh, so we've been kind of busy, which is just fantastic. Uh, and now we're kind of coming back to D2C, which is our passion, which is that one-to-one, you know, selling online. And we're doing some website improvements and landing page improvements and TikTok. We have TikTok. And, right. Yeah. <laughs> Right. And so you guys can find them all over. Yeah. So it's tampontribe.com and then also on all the socials, tampon tribe. But, and then I want, I want it, I want you to then go into where you guys are and kind of that, you know, the journey, because I know you guys were, um, you were raising money and then you were, you were winning awards and you were doing all these things. But I do want to leave this because I know there's women out there going, I don't like things that don't have plastic because it's not as easy. This is because it has a coating on it and it's a very light coating. But someone that is particular, you're going to be fine. Like, you know, if you're not just someone that's like, oh, I'm just going to crack on. If you're like, wait, I'm, I'm particular. I really don't like this. It really is. Um, it, it, and I've used both. I, I try not to use the plastic. I really had made that choice. So I was kind of like, okay, whatever. I'll just use the, the cardboard, even though the ones that weren't that great and yours are. So that is, I'm going to leave that there with that, with the listeners. Thank you. Yeah. We actually use a water polish to make that smooth surface, um, which is also, um, sustainably certified and how much we use to polish it. And I, I mean, it's always a shift, isn't it, when you move from, say, a plastic to a non-plastic. But I want you to think about one thing, and I'll get off my soapbox, and that is that 7 billion plastic applicators end up in U.S. landfills every year and 10 billion plastic-based pads. That is insane. So when you think about a tampon applicator, it has the shortest use life of any single-use plastic on the planet. You use it for one second and it lives in the planet forever. So I know it's a shift, but 
if you care just a tiny bit about the future of the planet or your children's future or your children's children's future, it really is now something that we kind of owe it to ourselves and each other to think about, you know, and by all means, I'm not trying to force people into doing anything, but just being aware um, of the impact that one person can have. Because, you know, you're throwing 16 of those away every month times 12 times 40 years. That's a lot of plastic, right? That is a lot um, of plastic. So, and we have other options too. I mean, the menstrual cup is a great idea, you know, if you want to be more sustainable still. And we use a medical grade TPE rather than silicone. Uh, and we also have period underwear. Um, yeah, something to think about. Just think about the it impact. Is something and, yeah, you know, and I think and sometimes it's we do think... Yeah, so subconsciously. And then you're like, wait a sec, that's a lot of plastic. And it's not really necessary. So it's mm-hmm. just that little bit of a shift that can make a really big difference on the Big planet. difference. So, yeah. No, it is. And it's and someone that's listening that's, you know, been looking to do a little bit more, start there. I mean, seriously, that is a perfect thing to start because I'm telling you, you cannot tell the difference. And again, I made the jump to other, you know, cardboard and it was nice to go back to yours. <laughs> Let's just say oh, that. Thank I was you. like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, this is nice. Yeah, we've put a lot of research into the, the, the applicator. Of course, it's not plastic, and it does take it takes a second to get used to it. We personally think it's really worth it, and so do you know our customers and our large corporate customers. So, you know, if if you're in now, you know, a lot of the Ritz Carlton's, Four Seasons, the Westons, uh, the the Fairmonts, um, a lot of the Hyatts and Hiltons, they have our products too. And oh, um, that's so great! That makes me so cool. happy. Yeah, yeah. Super cool. Yeah. So you've got the high end and also some of the mid range as well. You know, people are really um, conscious about what they're providing their guests. And and then also you've got the organic and the toxin free part. And that's also really, really big and looking at what you're putting inside your body and the toxins or the chemicals, the titanium dioxide, which can be in products, just being aware of that. And, and greenwashing is something we have to get past. Cause you know, I do the same. I grab a box that says organic and I grab it and I put it in and I, and I get home and it says, you know, bioengineered materials. I'm like, wait, what? what I thought this food was no and then you just got to look a little closer and we don't have time to do that all the time but like you said sometimes those little shifts of just being aware of what we're putting in and on our body can uh, really make a huge difference (laughs) yeah and then starting with your if you have kids you know girls that are starting starting with this is really because you're getting them used to a certain level and, and not having that toxic stuff in their body, which is really important because we didn't have a choice, right? We didn't have a choice. But then when you really think about it, a tampon's living inside of you and all the chemicals that are in that, I mean, that's just causing a lot of problems. So yeah. um, I just kudos yeah, you to you guys. More, yeah. Thank you. You're seeing more and more of that now in the fertility space now. And, you know, um, a lot of the kind of diseases that are around in this generation, now generation in the next that weren't before. And so you, you kind of have to have a little look at the, you know, farming practices and, and what goes in the soils. And um, so we use like a Gotson ICEA certified organic cotton. We grow ours in Europe in small growth farms. So it's something that we're pretty passionate about. Um, so just look carefully on the back if you can. 
<laughs> so smart. So smart. All right, Jennifer. So I want to get into, I mean, I know, and I feel like it was last year, you guys were really um, in the push and, and you were winning awards and doing all this, these things. So why don't you take us through, I mean, I know, as we said, we talked five years ago and there's, I mean, I know there's a lifetime in that five years. <laughs> So maybe take us through a little bit of, you know, as you said, you're, you got into the hotels, you've done a lot of B2B stuff. Um, kind of take us through that and where the thought process went, uh, and kind of go down that. Sure. So I think the last time we spoke, we were really focused on the direct to consumer line of our products, which we still have and, and we're still continuing to build and actually going back to it on our website and the subscription element. Cause I remember talking about it with you and I've had a similar conversation with many, many people that we get our period every month and we still don't have any products. I was included even with the company because I don't send it to myself. I'm still right. included. I'm like, how is this possible that I have no period products in my house? <laughs> right, that's true. It yeah. happens. Believe me, it happens. Um, so nuts. Anyway, uh, so that was our main impetus. And, and then we, we started working a little more in the B2B space with uh, co-work spaces and a few hotels, yoga studios and the like. Um, uh, after COVID, we hit that market with a, with a really strong um, push. Uh, we just thought to ourselves, how can we make the biggest impact? And obviously, you know, selling a box of, you know, 500, 1,000, 2,000 tampons uh, a month to, say, Pixar Studios or A24 or, you know, some of these these great companies that are also organic and plastic-free really reaches a lot of people. Uh, so we really did that push for the last couple of years. We have distribution now um, in the B2B space, which is really exciting. Um uh, with uh, guest supply and SP Richard. So we actually onboarded nearly 300 hotels in the last three months. So that's really exciting. Yeah. Um, and also it's a great indication, this, the shift that's happened over the last few years toward, as I mentioned before, organic and plastic-free products. And um, employers uh, are wanting to provide these products to their staff, to their team members, hotels, to their guests. They're realising that, really thinking about people makes a huge difference um, and value adding, not just from a commercial sense, but, you know, from a, you know, a conscious sense as well. Uh, yeah, so we push a lot there and we're also in a lot of uh, retail now. So we're in a lot of um, high-end natural grocery and uh, on the West Coast, we're in the New Seasons Market, New Leaf, we're in HEB Central Market. Uh, we're in a lot of large uh, independent grocery stores and about 350 smaller stores. So one real shift we've seen um, after COVID is this uprising of small independent sustainability stores where they sell a lot of bulk so you can go in with your little bag and fill up your tampons and fill up your soap and fill up, you know, like a dispensary, going back to old-time dispensaries. And so we really sell a lot into there and a lot of independent, like, uh, gas stations and and uh, spas and the whole gamut of your natural stores, um, uh, small boutiques are, are really, you know, our sweet spot and we love supporting you know, other small businesses. Uh, and then also we're on Amazon um, 
of course, as well. So we have an omni-channel now where we have four channels of the business, um, which is a lot, so but it's cool. also exciting. Yeah, and we do our own fulfillment. So that, I think, you know, talking from a business point of view, um, you know, if, if anyone's interested in being able to control that supply chain has enabled us to really diversify uh and we can do it really quickly, you know. For example, uh, with Amazon, we're experimenting with some more bulk, bulk boxes. So rather than say sixty pads, uh, sorry, ten pads, we're doing boxes of sixty pads and sixty liners, and no one else is really doing that. So we're kind of testing that right now, and we can do it because we package everything here downstairs uh, at the warehouse. So that makes a big difference. Yeah, and then our new products, so our period underwear and, you know, the reusable pads. And it's, it's just been an exciting, exciting time. Yeah. So, okay. So, and I want the listeners to kind of understand. So when you're with your background, do you think that helped you kind of figure out, okay, this is the route we want to go in? I know you and your um, co-founder have worked together in the past. Do you think that that was really your experience or do you think it was that you just were super curious about the space that you were in now and you did a lot of research of figuring out like what was going to work if you can give us back was that like more experience or more like research i i think it probably is a combination of both but experience in terms of looking at what you're doing and then always looking for an opportunity to grow your reach at very minimal cost. So we run a a very lean business. So, you know, we don't have, uh, we've done some fundraising, but we don't have $20 million behind us. We don't throw money. You know, (laughs) we we run it as if it's ours because it is like our money. And um, even a lot of our money goes to inventory. So we don't have a ton of cash uh, and cash flow is something you always need to look for in the business. So when we first started going into retail, you know, I was just thinking, how do I get the product seen by more people? Well, retail shelves. Okay. What's that going to cost? Actually nothing. I can knock on the doors of the retailers in my neighborhood, which we did, you know, and got them on shelves. So, I mean, you could say it's kind of guerrilla marketing, right? How do we get products everywhere without advertising? We'll get people to buy them <laughs> and put them in hotels, put them in the, the re- retail spaces. Uh, so I think that comes a little bit with experience, um, and always being aware of where the market is trending and heading and where people are buying. And hence Amazon, you know, if you'd probably even if we'd spoken about it then, I wouldn't have even considered that. No <laughs> way. It's not where our product belongs. It, after COVID, it's where literally everyone bar 5% shop. We have to be there. You know, so we were there originally because there are a lot of media deals that require you to be on Amazon. There's a whole side of media coverage, right? Um, and then we were selling and we just, we just topped up our stock whenever we wanted. Now we're having an aggressive policy. So we have an Amazon team now that we contract to, to build us over the next year, um, on Amazon. Uh, but that changed because because behavior changed, people change. Right. Um, well, yeah, so I'm going to so pause that, you there. That, No, and I think that's so cool. And I think, as you said, you know, knowing your background and knowing you a little bit through watching you grow, right, being in these big retailing stores, as much as it's great for the company, it's it's not always you're more mom and pop and like and and kind of that heart, right? Like we're small business, we want to do this. So when you realize, okay, the the 
that there was a shift that we kind of needed to be on Amazon. Um, was that hard for you to swallow or do you put your business hat on? And it was like, no, this is what we need to do. We, we, you know, you need to figure it out. And I would love that just because there's listeners listening that have businesses that have these kind of, you know, values, right. That are, I would never do that. But sometimes when you own a business and you want to see it grow, there's things that you have to do that maybe are, you know, not, not like there's always non-negotiables, right? There's these non-negotiables. I will never, ever do that. And then there's the middle ones. And then there are the ones like, okay, so can you take us through that a little bit? Yeah. Uh, and it changed, you know, so to begin with, I would have been absolutely not. That is, we're a niche brand. It's not where we, we should be. Um, however, our shoppers, our, you know, tribe members and our customers change their habits. Uh, so for us, you know, there are some non-negotiables for us. It's the product. We will never use plastic. We will never use, uh, you know, any other material apart from organic, um, you know, certified organic cotton, uh, and, you know, organic bamboo and cotton in our period underwear. They, they, that is never going to change. And we've been tempted, not tempted, offered other products, like absolutely not. That's our non-negotiable. But looking at the bigger picture, say with Amazon and our impact, how do we reach more people? Well, we have to go where more people are shopping. And sometimes, you know what, when you look at something like Amazon, I think back to the founders when they were in their garage on their computer for years and years and years trying to get Amazon off the ground. And they are massive now, not just undisputable, but they started off as a little business in their garage, right? And, yeah, you know, sometimes exactly. that just helps mm-hmm. humanize it. Like, Okay, they've had phenomenal success and they take advantage of government policy, whether that's right or wrong. You know, that's, they're massive. They have boards and they have, you know, responsibility and fiduciary responsibilities. So for us, it was more, how do we reach a a greater customer? And I think then that's when the years of business comes into it. You know, we've been in business. I'm similar to your age, 50 next year, you know, so for a long time and the ego has to take a back seat. Um, and that's one thing I think we bring to the table for the years of experience that we have is that we're very rarely led by ego anymore. We're driven by data a lot more. So if the I data love showing, that so much. Yeah. Data showing it that so many people are there. You have to go with that. And we reach more people, you know. Um, and that means people. you're helping more people and you're helping more people and, and you're helping people use products that are good for them. And that's where I love, I mean, I use Amazon, you know, I mean, I do, I, I <laughs> use it too much at times, but it is a convenience thing. And, and so I love that you said that because there are, you know, small business owners that sometimes get in their way because of, you know, I will never, ever do this. And sometimes, as you said, you have to ebb and flow with what goes on. There's the non-negotiables and you have to kind of establish those in the beginning. These are the non-negotiables. You're never going to negotiate what's in the product because that's what, that's what, you know, started you guys. That's what like your core, your core value, right? That's your core passion. But as you said, you got to take the egos out. And I think so many people miss that. So many people have the egos and they don't even realize they do. Um, I mean, I think, you know, know, just talking to people in this space. It's really funny when someone's like, I don't have an ego. And then they'll say a couple different things. And you're like, I know you don't think you know, and my, you don't think you do, but there is something and there's nothing. Again, that's something that you learn. It's not a judgment. Um, but it is taking that ego and just putting it aside. It's not about you, like what you guys are doing, the mission really, and, and the message is about 
the environment. It's about the health of what you're putting in your body. That message is bigger than you, right? And so that's what people have to think about. When your message is bigger than you, you have to take that ego out and look where, how many, how can I help more people? Right. Uh, exactly. And I mean, that's exactly, you know, in a nutshell, and that's what we, we think about often is, um, you know, that broader reach, um, and, and that can answer a lot of questions for you. However, there are, you know, some people that would just prefer to have a small business and keep it small. And that's also fine. You know, awesome. you have a lifestyle mm-hmm. business or you have a company that you want to grow larger. They're both valid, you know, and that's where we're pushing now from taking a business that you would just pushing past what you'd call a lifestyle business. It gives you a nice life to how do we get this really big now? You know, so now we're on a really exciting journey, you know, for the next couple of years. How do you take, you know, a, you know, a seven figure business to eight figures? You know, how do we do that? And, and, and what's going to be involved in that? And, and that's, um, pretty exciting. Uh, and it's exciting to get to that level. Like, and you know, the work that goes into this, you know, so much. Um, so. Every step of that journey is exciting. But if at any time people want to say, you know, this is it for me and I'm quite happy with not going to the larger retails and um, that that's also fine. And on that note too, we're actually, which is a really interesting point, I forgot to mention, um, how some of these larger retailers are shifting now to the green and organic space. So we're actually in a, a trial um, with CVS at the moment, which is really exciting oh, because that means that's really gone- exciting. Right, gone from, you know, me talking to them eight years ago. They're like, Jen, this is, we're not even close to green or organic right now, but talk to us in a few years, in a few years, in a few years. And then they call us, do you want to jump in a few stalls and let's see how it goes? Fantastic. So That's it's fantastic. a great indication. Yeah, how the market's changed, you know. So um, I think that's great. And, and speaking to some of the large buyers um, of, you know, the targets and, um, you know, the, the large, uh, uh, um, chemist, I'm trying to think of the word here, uh, pharmacy chains. Yeah, pharmacy, um, yeah. Sorry. I don't always translate, um, the Australian to the American, um, pharmacy chains are now starting to think, Hey, our buyers, our customers now are wanting more, more transparency in their products. They're asking right. for no plastics. My that Whether is great. it's and, and I, or another company, you know, the fact that that impact right. is growing is fantastic. Is great because it's the message and the, and the, right, and the belief. And I love that CVS is doing that because I have to say, I, I feel like the last two years, year, they definitely, you've seen the shift on their shelves. And it's, um, and it, it's, it's always nice because that's something that's always been important to me is the, you know, the kind of organic and, and health and thinking about what you put in your body for so many different reasons. And so it's nice the convenience stores, right? The stores that are convenient to be able to go into and be like, ah, okay, my products are here instead of you having to drive 25 minutes to find the Whole Foods or the small, you know, is there a health food store here? And, you know, I live in a small town. I remember there's like a tiny little health food store that I would always go to. And I knew that they did not have a lot of people because you could see sometimes the dust on some of their products. Um, but it was like, I'm going to keep going because these kind of things are important and I know I can't get this anywhere else. So you're right. I do think as a whole the um the country the buyer the you know there is a movement for more natural stuff which is important america really <laughs> needs to get their shit together on it uh you know i mean i feel like this should have been a, a little while ago but it's nice to see that it is now so i love that you guys 
are in that space and doing that. Um, so again, everyone can find you at tampontribe.com. Um, and as you said, you're there, you know, you're in some local stuff in the hotel chains. So keep a lookout, keep a lookout. And, and so, so say someone, you know, goes into the Ritz Carlton and they see, they listen to this episode and then they see, um, can they take a picture and then kind of put it on, you know, tag you guys on Instagram and TikTok? I mean, are those yeah, kind of fun things great. that some of your customers do? I, yeah, they sure do. They sure do. And we love that as well. We absolutely love it. And um, some of the hotels has have us behind the scenes. Some of the hotels have us in the spas and you'll see our, our jars and uh, some have in every bathroom. So every hotel uh, puts their products out in a different way. Um, so sometimes when you're staying there, you know, you'll get a little bag or you'll get our products and sometimes they're not marked and sometimes they are. So it just depends. Um, but you'll be able to tell because the organic products are very different and they're not plastic. So, you know, the wraps are that biodegradable, um, and compostable starch film that wrap them, wrap them up. So, um, we love being in that space. You know, it, it's super exciting and, and, I was at a, a little um, trade show a few months ago in San Diego with all of the um, reps uh, for the hotels and they were so excited because there hasn't been any innovation in the industry for so long. There's a bit more in the direct-to-consumer. You'll see a few other brands and we're all very different. We all offer different different things. Um, but in the in the corporate space, there are two of us really kind of like vying for the, the the spaces and we're also very different uh so it's uh very excited you know the 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 guys that are guys and gals who are selling the products in that space so yeah it's uh, just great to see the shift you know toward that you know and it's great business for us but <laughs> No, it's wonderful. And it's again, just, you know, thank you for joining again. Next couple of years, we're going to check back in with you. I mean, I, I check in with you. We, we follow each other. I, you know, always have your products. So you guys are always top of mind. But for the listeners, these are the kind of things that are cool. So you can see where Tampon Tribe was five years ago and what they established now. Again, as Jennifer said, she gave you a little insight in some of the hard work that they're doing, obviously, to get where they are. There's a lot of hard work and a lot of passion. And that's when you have to love something. That's when something has to be really important to you um, for it to go this far. So, you know, Jennifer, again, thank you for joining your next stop. I appreciate it. So great to be here again and look forward to the next conversation, Juliet. Yes, yes, yes. So you guys know what to do. Like, rate, review, and share. And again, you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I remember this, you know, episode 79. How fun. But you don't know who in your family needs to hear it. Who in your friends, who in your circle, who in your neighborhood, who in your community. Actually, they could be like, you know what? I need to hear this because there's so many different things. There's so many things about the environment. Maybe someone needs to make a little change there. And they were like, you know what? That inspired me. Maybe it's something that they're thinking of starting their own business or starting something and they have a passion, but they don't know how to do it. And this gives them the little kick in the butt to do that. So again, thank you for listening to your next stop and we'll see you for another episode. I hope you liked this episode of your next stop. Please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends and join in each week. 